I'm Nishima Yuki, and you're listening to the Giant Sword Podcast, home of the second biggest group of phantom thieves ever. The first being me, Keck. Hello, and welcome to this week's Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party leader, Nick Lynn. Joining me today, as always, is Taylor Hoyt. What up? And Shadow Elite. What's up, Shadow? What's going on, guys? We missed you last episode, man. Man, I'm here now. That's, that's all that really matters, man, you know? Yeah. You know? Life's busy, right? It's, yeah. Making, it'd be like that. That Had but, to get that HP MP on. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> Always. Interesting week, though. Interesting week for news and things. Is it? Is it? Is it? I think it is. It's, it's been pretty good so far. Like we only in the middle of the week so far, so we'll see what's up. It's been uh, at least we got the uh, new game plus showed some promise, but mm. but first uh, let's get straight into that because sure. What did you guys don't 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 talk about like the announcements or anything like the specific ones, but what did mm. you guys think of new game plus? Um. Uh, I honestly, it was almost exactly what I was expecting, except I think people were a little salty that, you know, Atlas's name was on there and they basically just showed, well, not to get into that, but people were a little salty that Atlas didn't have anything new to show. Um, but for me, it was exactly what I was expecting. So it was good. And I was, I was surprised to hear Sean as the, uh, announcer guy for the thing, which was kind of fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, Lots I was a little bit, yeah, yeah, I was a little bit surprised. I didn't think we were gonna get as many uh games as we got. We got a lot of um we got some visual novels, some like uh throwaway games, honestly. And nobody really gonna care about, but you know, there's an audience for it. You're uh, telling me that you don't want to play that game where you're a girl with all the pretty boys coming to your coffee shop? Listen, that's one game I do want to play. <laughs> All right. I want to be an idol manager as well. <laughs> that game actually might be kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. That is like a guilty pleasure Taylor game right there. <laughs> well, yeah, the whole new game plus episode are pretty good. This is supposed to be like a replacement for E3, right? For the most part, right? I think um, I think Kraft in our Discord, he he put it perfectly. He called it Weeb 3. We so, do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was that. Like a lot of anime games, a lot of RPGs, a lot of um visual novels. It, yeah. it, it was um I didn't expect anything major, but it, it was good for what they showed. I yeah. thought I thought it was funny because I was reading the chat and like a lot of people were like, What's with all this weeb crap? I'm like, this is what we, it is. Yeah. Well, it's like, what you <laughs> That's like this is exactly what this show is. It's all Japanese games. And it was like like I was like when the Cold Steel Four trailer went up, it was like, oh my god, more weeb shit. It's like really? I mean, hello. That's like one of the yeah. biggest. That's like the, one of the biggest announcements of the show. Pretty much. Except for uh, I like how they started off with uh, Harvest Moon, One World. Yeah. Which looks so. <laughs> I said it in that we were doing like a voice chat thing. It looked like. A late PS1, early PS2 game. It and did. Sounds ridiculous, but to me, like I'm not even exaggerating. Like that's what it looked like to me. It looked like a PSP game. Yeah. And 
it had like things didn't have any shadows or anything like that. And I was like, what? What? Why? Why is it so cheap? It's like this. I can make this an RPG maker. <laughs> Not quite, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> I can make this an RPG maker three. Is that better? That's the, right. Three D one. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, that, that. I knew it was going to be bad because when they when they announced the game, they didn't have any screenshots, didn't have any gameplay, didn't have a trailer, nothing. It was just like we have a new game coming out. I'm like, oh, it's going to look terrible. Otherwise, you would have had a trailer to go along with it, and sure enough, it does. So. And that trailer was awful too. Yeah, it didn't really show much. It it was just like you have a whole world to explore. Okay. So like in every Harvest Moon, all right. We're all just going to play Friends of Mineral Town, the better game. So well, we, we are. just ignore that one. <laughs> Shadow isn't. It's not type. Of, it's not a Shadow type of game. Mm-hmm. Not really. <laughs> but all it right. is me and Nick's type of game. We're going to devour that game. Well, I've already played it twice, so maybe Friends of Mineral Town. Yeah, I played the PS1 version and the, and the Game Boy Advance one. There's new stuff though. I think there's like new characters, and I think they're they're redoing some story bits. Maybe to me, it's I think it's worth replaying. But well, I'm gonna replay it. Just you know. Oh, I'm getting it. I'm third time. Yeah, third time I'm getting it. Let's uh wait. Let's see. What do I got? What do I got? What do you got? What do you got for us? Well, let's do the um, mini announcement because it's not much to talk about. But Cold Steel Four got a release date. It's coming out on October 27th. Thank goodness we're getting it still. Yeah. I was worried that we wouldn't get it until like two years from now, but then they randomly announced it via Twitter. You remember when they announced it? It was just like a random tweet. It was like, no, hey. didn't they? Wasn't it a part of something? I don't think it was. I think it was. I think NAS. Can't remember. Yeah, I think NAS was just like, "Hey, be sure the pre-order is Cold Steel Four. It's coming out." And they had like a tra- like a trailer with it, but it was from a tweet. It was just a random tweet. You know, I think you're right, actually, that I'm thinking about it, because at first I was like, maybe it was part of a Nintendo Direct because it is coming to um, Switch and PC and all that. But I don't I don't think it was. So, yeah, I think you're right. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we got it. I already have the collector's edition pre-ordered. What about you, Shadow? Um, You know, people doubted that it was going to come this year. I didn't doubt it for a second. I knew this was coming out this year. There's another announcement that I'm shocked about, but we're not on that right now. Um. But yeah, like this is great. We got a solid release date. Um, you really need to play that game because, like, like you said, the ending for three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, got PTSD because of that ending. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to play it. Definitely gonna be um making a video about it on my channel when it drops. <laughs> nice. Hopefully before it drops. Sure. Hopefully. Gotta get that pre-release hype going. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we know. <laughs> why you should play 10 reasons to play Trails of Cold Steel 4 <laughs> I should need to make a somebody needs to make a video like that 10 reasons you need to start playing the Trails of Cold Steel games well I ain't gonna be me so <laughs> <laughs> five characters in Trails of Cold Steel who would have an OnlyFans account go there you go <laughs> 10 reasons why you should avoid the Cold Steel series that's the Taylor video yeah you know how much hate you would get for that <laughs> yeah, i mean that i guess game. i'm used to it right now dude so apparently that brigandine game it comes out tomorrow and i'm getting so much hate right now for my first impressions every like the downvote it's like a 10 percent positive it's wait, almost wait, all downvotes well you said you didn't like it or something or 
I played the demo and I did like a first impressions and I, it, the, the demo, it doesn't do a good job, I think, of showcasing what the full game is like. But I mean, that's all I had to go off of. And people uh, are like, oh, you clearly didn't play the original one. And I'm like, no. So is my, if I make a video about a sequel, am I supposed to have played everything? So yes. I don't know. It was just, it was, I, I you know, it's going to get views. So I don't really care at this point, <laughs> but I've kind of, I left a little like uh pinned comment that's like yeah no, i never played the original this is based off the demo if you want to leave your hate comment feel free to but hey yeah i'm just kind of ignoring it at this point a downvote is an engagement so it still gets there, exactly so it doesn't really yeah. matter yeah like i said i don't care it's still getting views so <laughs> okay so here's the big one how taylor called it so ease nine mm -hmm. monstrum Knox is coming out but it's coming out in 2021 Mm. Yeah, early 2021. Early 2021. Uh, and it's for every right. system, though. It's not like PS4 first and then everything else. No, it's all coming out at the same time. Yeah, that's yeah, good news, though, for you, for you Switch folks. So it's good. It was surprising for me because I honestly thought it was going to come out this year. Like, me how, too. Many games, how many major games did NIS America drop this year? Was uh, I guess Cold Steel was that much of a... I guess project from big project for them that they can only do that game this year. But I'm guessing uh, with all the ports for yeast nine for yeast nine, they they really need to um, make sure that release is good because yeast eight launch on basically everything was terrible for the most part. I think even the PS4 version suffered some problems. Definitely had problems with switching. We definitely had problems on um, PC. Uh, so I guess they're making they're giving enough room so they can work on it work on the uh, ports better but i honestly thought it was coming out this year so yeah, yeah me too I, I was a little bummed that we have to wait till next year but uh, uh yeah i mean it's good that it's coming and apparently um the guy that fixed the ease 8 pc version is working on the ease 9 pc version from the start so apparently uh, i don't know if you guys are familiar with who durante is but he was like He's this like PC port whiz. Like apparently he fixed Dark Souls on PC when it first launched or something. And now he oh. has like his own company of uh, like doing PC ports. So um, I guess oh, they're just working with him from from the start. That's a good idea. That's a DM good idea. You do not want a catastrophe like Yeast 8 on PC ever again. So what happened? I don't remember what happened on these uh, for the console ports. The only thing I know uh, about is the bad translation. Yeah, the bad translation was on top of that. Then you had freezes. Yeah, you had. I think it, at one point it was deleting save data. Uh, maybe that was just a one-off situation. Uh, but yeah, the whole entire launch was was just terrible crashes. I had green screens personally. I had slowdowns. Uh, sometimes like it would it would look like um, Masengo was taking over the game. Missing No was taking over the game. I said Masengo. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, it it was just bad. And usually I don't ever have problems with PC games when they launch like the last time i had a problem with pc with a pc game launch was tales of hysteria and that was mm. the first i think that was the first tales of game released on pc i think um but yeah you don't ever want a catastrophe like that like that would have been one thing but like you said the translation was also terrible so it's like problems on top of problems and like that like killed interest for it for the longest time and you can't have something that bad uh, um, lasts for, for so long because the first couple of weeks when a game comes out, especially a really niche game, you need engagement there. You don't want any excuses for people to not be clicking on the game or bad word of mouth to be going around. You want it to launch good and that's it. Like Persona 4 on PC, if that 
if that was a bat port, oh my god, that would have been terrible. Um, <laughs> but, that was but just yeah, original. I, yeah, so um, I'm hoping they get it right this time and they, everything's universal this time around. But they got extra help, so uh, um, I don't see it be a uh, complete cl- clusterfuck like it was with Yeast 8. Well, Taylor just showed how broken Yeast 8 was on PS4. I mean, geez. I know I can beat another two hours. Come on, guys. Oh man, dude, you a legend right there, man. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. It took I think I've beat that game probably a hundred times now <laughs> from speed running. Yeah, did you set a record? Did you set a record? Or no, I mean, I'm probably so the guy that um that has the record, I he I mean it's a small community of people that speed run it, so I he was willing to chat with me. So I talked with, you know, two of the top guys. So I think the record is like, they've completely broken it. So the record's now closer to like 30 minutes or something, but that's, that's no fun. This is like the fun speed run version where you have to like do all the tricks and stuff. Um, but the, the original record was like hour 40 or like an hour 39 or something like that. So I have to check the other times, but I'm probably like in the top 10 times or something. And your your goal okay. was to get under two uh two hours and you you beat that. Yeah, because so. I was I was stuck right above two hours for just for so long. So um See, that's weird. Yeah, why didn't they why didn't they patch that stuff out? Like allowing you to like jump across half the damn map or something like that? I think so. It's the way the physics work. So the only way you can do that is in the mud levels. So I think it's something with the way the physics work when you're in the mud, because what's happening is I'm jumping and switching characters at the same time. So I, I, I don't know how it works. The, uh, I'm just copying other people's chats, but um, yeah, that's, that's the only um, way you can do that. Other than that, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sahad, you can, you can like float forever, but it's so much harder and so much slower. So because um, it was, it was big swings, that's how you got over that tree. Yeah, there's a couple parts where you can just skip. Um, like you would need the gloves to climb up the tree, but with him, you can just kind of float over it. So that's yeah, a fun speed run. Lots of fun tricks in that. So if you're able to do that in nine, will you? I actually was talking to the guy that uh, that Tommy had to do the Ease 8 speed run, and he, he hasn't really found any um, exploits yet because he, he imported it, but... You know, if there's exploits found, I'll try it because it's it's like fun to do. Like it's a fun game to play. Like good music, good combat. So, uh, yeah, if there's some good strats, I'll I'll check it out. Yep, but that's my uh, that's my Twitter banner right now is Ease Eight or Ease Nine, excuse me. So, definitely excited. I was hoping for Tokyo Xanadu too. Oh man, I'll be waiting for a while there, good sir. I know. That would probably be yeah. announced at Tokyo Game Show, not not on the Western side. Yeah, that's a definitely a Japanese type thing. Though I will say the one thing I was really surprised that did not get any sort of uh, announcement was uh, Persona Five Scramble because Atlas was a part of it. I'm like, oh, what do they have to announce? They've already announced Thirteen Sentinels. They really don't have anything else. Oh, well, they're going to they're going to show off you know Catherine full body Switch version again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's sad is they they actually might. That's what's sad. What's they might, that? They might what? That they, that they actually might show something else instead of um Persona uh, Five Scramble. They'll show anything else before that. Well, they did at the at the, at the. I think the first game shown was Catherine, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what's sad. Oh man, how, how old is that game? Ten years old now? Damn, I think it came out in twenty twelve. I want to say I think. It was, yeah, yeah, it was probably like. Two, I, I'm, well, I'm thinking two thousand eight. I don't know why. It might. Be, oh man, I don't even know. Let's look it up. You I'm guys curious. Keep talking. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up, Catherine. Is it already out in Japan? Scrambled. Uh, scrambled oh, yeah. already out in Japan. It's been out for a while. So why aren't we getting it? That's so weird. I honestly it's like don't a Musou game too. It's not like it's a hundred hour epic like the, you know, like I still don't get why Atlas had to ask people if they wanted Persona Five Scramble. I'm like, what? Like, why are you asking us this? Yeah. Did it not sell in Japan? Like, huh? Do Do you realize that if your game doesn't sell in Japan, that's okay because it's gonna sell in the West. Yeah. <laughs> the game like Persona Five. Come on now. <laughs> So, okay, so Catherine, it originally released in Japan in 2000, uh, February of 2011, and then it mm. came out in November, or excuse me, it came out in North America in July of 2011. So, yeah. Wow. So almost yeah, 10 years. Almost 10 years old, yeah. Goddamn. Next year, it'll be 10 years old. Goddamn. Uh, I still haven't played full body. There's a new character. It looks cool, but uh, I ain't paying yeah, the price I, for an old game. When did it come out in um, Japan? When did Full Body come out in Japan? Uh, I want to say 2018. Let's see. No. Let's see here. Let's see here. So Full Body came out in Japan February of 2019, and then it came out everywhere else September of 2019. So wait a minute. We got Full Body already? Full Body's already in English. Yeah, yeah, it's out on PS4 and uh, P uh, just just PS4, I think. So what they showed yeah. off was like, hey, it's coming out to the Switch. That was it. Yeah. Fucking fuck, are you serious? Yep. I thought the game wasn't out yet. That's why they should. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's why everybody no. was so pissed. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you fucking joking? That's what they show a game that's all that's already been out. Is oh, it's coming yeah. to the Switch! Oh my goodness! Like, are you? F- Yo, Atlas, get stop. Wow. Atlas, be better tomorrow. Be better tomorrow, Atlas. I'm tired. Wow, so, I, I don't know if I've ever seen Shadow this upset. <laughs> he wants, she wants Shin Megami Tensei Five. It's a passion. <laughs> it's a passion. He's passionate about it. That would make no sense. Now, like, you don't even matter. Like, you should have showed Persona Five scramble you could have just showed a japanese trailer and put some sub- subtitles on, uh, on there or something like that we know yeah. it's coming yeah. uh, I would put that. but god damn you showing Catherine? like how much how many people do you think like Catherine like that like come on now <laughs> Listen, i'm not saying it's not always for Catherine. i'm sure there is i play Catherine. i love that i'm just saying Alice. that's all you got really what you've been doing these past couple of months like come on i don't understand maybe something with five physical years and what they have prepared and they got to go through clearance with somebody. I don't fucking know. That shit dumb. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the big fall game is, uh, what is that game? 13 Sentinels. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Right now. That game was in development hell for like the longest time. No Damn kidding. near vaporware at that at one point. But now I'm, I'm not like my interest in that game went down by like a good 70 percent. Oh, for sure. I don't want. I don't like the gameplay, and it seems like it's mostly visual novel. I love the art style, but I need gameplay to keep me in there, and that that gameplay is not going to work for me. So it's like a strategy game or something, right? Yeah, it's like kind of a strategy, but it's like a point and click strategy game or something oh, like that. Yeah. I don't even see the freaking battles. I'm like, where where are the battles at? Like, can I see the giant robots fighting each other or something like that? I don't even see that. So I'm like, uh, we, we we good. <laughs> 
That is uh, really weird coming from Vanillaware because their pedigree is so like action game focused that it, I, I'm shocked they're doing like a strategy visual novel kind of game. I, you know what? Well, what I think happening is that like Vanillaware wanted to do their normal thing, but then they realized that, you know, making the character designs, making them look good was taking way too much time and they couldn't think of a, of a battle system that showcased it more without taking up even more time. I'm really interested to see the backstory for why this game took so long to make. Serious. And then, then like, then like, what's the next VanillaWare game? Because this this game is pretty much done for the most part, and we've been waiting for this game for damn near eight years, something like that. I don't know. Serious. <laughs> so, I mean, I like, think um, they they should do Dragon's Crown too. That game sold really well. I, I'd be yeah. shocked if they didn't do another one. I think they should Maybe. make it a rogue. In a rogue, <laughs> and that's one option. <laughs> I'm kidding. They could do Dragon Crowns too, or I'll take another Odin Spear. I'll mm. take another Aramasa. Shit, man! Like, no, they need to put more Masa, the Vita version, on PS4, or PS5. They need to. They need to bring it over. It's on PS4. I don't know if it's. I well, I know it's on Vita. It's on Vita. Uh, that, that's like the new version, and then they have the Switch, the original version that's on Switch, or not Switch. Yeah, we. Yeah, because they it's called like Merm. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Odin Sphere. Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, wrong one. Yeah, I mean that that could be a good remaster. Yeah, Muramasa. I don't know what you would call it. Rebirth. Super too. rebirth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rebirth by sleep. There you go. <laughs> Here's some old news that I missed. Um, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Is coming out mm. worldwide with on every system 2020 except for PC, which mm. is a Kingdom Hearts theatrism, theatrism, theatrhythm. Mm. Yeah, it's like a music rhythm game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. so it's with Kingdom Hearts music instead of Final Fantasy. I'm honestly shocked it took them this long to make a music rhythm game because <laughs> Square Enix loves to make those. Um, but yeah. I love to play it. I love the God. I said I love the music in Kingdom Hearts. I just that'd be fun to play just to relive it. Yeah, I love the music in Kingdom Hearts uh, as well. But like, if you're excited for this game, you part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think they can just go by ten years without getting out another Kingdom Hearts game. Because y'all y'all eat this stuff up like crazy. You know, if you if you happy for it, fine. But man, dude. They got you. They got you guys. Wait, wait, what, what are you what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for Kingdom Hearts 4? Is that, that series <laughs> the series is over. It's over. This is this is the this is the final straw. This is the, the this is like here. Kingdom Hearts fans have this fan fan service game. Absolutely not, man. And it's like it's using old models from like the um Kingdom Hearts 1, isn't it? Uh, like, it I looks saw, like, like it. I saw Kingdom Hearts one. Um, I was gonna say Luffy. Well, I was gonna say Luffy. I saw Kingdom Hearts one Sora, and I'm like, so you just looked at assets from these games and putting it on here, and people decided, you know what, this ain't for me. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna let y'all have y'all little crap. Um, I, I, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm gonna try at least. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I mean, it's definitely his. His. I don't think it's the model, but it's definitely. The costume. So we're going back to Kingdom Hearts one. Oh man, we're going backwards. All right, yeah. we got 
That's the next Kingdom Hearts game. He wakes up. It's the start of Kingdom Hearts 1. No. <laughs> it's like right before he leaves from Destiny Island. <laughs> leaves to go on the boat. It's like, wow, that was a weird dream. <laughs> then until like it's dark. It is starts like it starts off again, but now this time there's no Disney characters. It's just Final Fantasy. Hmm. Yeah, we'll kind of destroy the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't use Disney anymore, so it's like, okay. They shouldn't have used Disney. Disney like messed up Kingdom Hearts three. Well, part of Kingdom Hearts three. Taylor, you didn't play Kingdom Hearts three, right? Yeah, I did. What are you talking about? You did? Yeah, I, I beat it. I, I don't remember. Nobody I, remembers. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're all trying not to remember it. <laughs> I remember. I remember the end of Kingdom Hearts three, where like yeah, actually, where where it, yeah, where yeah, where it actually mattered. Yeah. <laughs> and they're still teasing us. They can't just end it. Nope. They got to have a million secret endings, and like, you bro, needs I, to put a stop to Nomura. Seriously, like Nomura, you know it takes forever for this stuff. Why are you still going on with this? It has to end. Just let it end, bro. I don't like end it and like have like a Boruto or something like that. Like to continue from other characters with such as. <laughs> yeah, that'll be perfect. <laughs> let Sora and what's her name kiss Kyrie. Kyrie. Just have them kiss once and have it end. Let them oh. be happy, dang it. Let, let them be happy. Let them have a kid, you know, give them a female kid just to shake things up or something like that, and we'll play as them in the next Kingdom Hearts series. I'm cool with that, but, like, now you're still going on with Kingdom Hearts Dark Seeker Saga. We got that um that mobile game that's coming out, I think. Um, I, is it something to do with Anthem or something like that? Like, I don't know, before the whole thing went down. The Dark Xehanort thing, Xehanort. Yeah, Xehanort. Dark Xehanort. I'm sorry, not Anthem. They are not stuff, and they don't know how to just end this and let, let it go. The hell, man, it's marketable, so what can you do? Yeah, I think they're in a weird contract with Disney where they have to put a game out every year, so they're like, well, music rhythm, a mobile game, sure, why not? Let's re-release <laughs> it on Switch. That counts, right? So. Well, that's definitely what they're going to do now. Once all these other games come out, they're going to release every like every collection on Switch. And not like the entire collection, like the story so far collection. It's going to be Kingdom Hearts yeah. 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, the Chain of Memories again, and then all <laughs> the other ones. Yeah, milk but, it. Milk it for as long as you can, because why not? Most definitely. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> all right. What have you guys been playing? Um, no JRPGs, that's for sure. I played Last of Us too. Oh yeah, eat that. People are really pissed about that game. Um, Do you agree why people are pissed, or they just acted out of pocket? Um, I, I I'm not happy with anything that happened in the story. Oh, I'll man. say that. Oh, man, you hate to um, hear. It. But but I it was. It was told in a really compelling way. Like the production values are like almost unparalleled and it was fun to play. And I really liked exploring, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't like almost anything that happened in Jeez. the story. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, so was it like? Because I'm, I'm gonna play it pro- probably soon. So, it, was it like agendas were being pushed or something like that? Or no, I, the the lead. It's not all about like SJW and all that crap. That is that has nothing to do with it. It's okay. it's about like character motivations and why characters are doing things. Yeah, like they made they made the characters that you loved totally stupid. Yeah, and then there's how do I say this without being they put a lot of emphasis on characters you don't care about also. So I know like, I know for the most part that is like uh, a second main character for the most part in the game, or you're playing as her for a while. And people oh, since you already said it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's spoiler. I don't know. What that was. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess you're not playing as Ellie as much, I suppose. They try no, to you get play, that. you definitely play as her the vast majority of the game, but but the reason why you play the other character is like, yeah, I don't know if I can say much more without giving spoilers <laughs> away. So, okay. but yeah, I, I, it was a real bummer to watch the story play out. Cause there's some parts where it looks like, Oh my God, this cool thing's going to happen. And then one of the characters just makes a total bonehead choice. I'm like, no, why are you doing that? Ugh. and uh, it leaves it open-ended for a third one. But I'm like, I don't know if anybody wants a third one after that. Like that, was Damn. yeah they uh yeah i'll just leave it at that <laughs> oh my goodness because I, I have a petition that people were trying to get the last of us to remade i'm like that's never gonna happen that, yeah they just need to stop right there i mean they were clearly trying to experiment right with like telling a story and how you're gonna tell a story and like you know i can appreciate them taking a risk but man yeah, uh, did not did not work out. I don't so, think. So the good. So, so, so basically, this game was like um, Last Jedi. That's all I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, yeah, compared, basically, basically. It's like compared yeah. compared to the new Star Wars trilogy, in almost in more ways than one. Not only because character motivations are different, but the way the the game ends. Because in Last Jedi, it ends, and you're like, well, I don't. There's there's no hanging threads for me to get excited for the next one. That's like almost exactly what happens with, with this one. It's like, well, if they ever do a third one, I don't know what they could possibly do. Like, I, I don't like just stop right there. Um, I mean, that's what so. I said for the ending of, you know, the last of us one I was like, okay, perfect. End done. Nope. Got that. Can I have that money? They should make a new IP at this point. They should just make a new franchise. Yeah. They should call it. They should got it. They should call it. Forgetting uh volcano uh goodbye volcano volcano high. There you go. <laughs> People are so hard on that game. I feel bad for the developers because if you if you go look at like all the um trailers from that from the PlayStation thing, it's like by far the most downvoted. And anytime they talk about it on Twitter and they're like, Oh, it's just a bunch of furry SJWBS or whatever. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Listen, that game was a game that it, it's gonna come out, nobody's gonna carry us out. It's not going to sell well. Nobody's going to give it a, a second day. It shouldn't have been at a PS5 premiere event. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason why people are hating it. Cause it's like, that's true. Why is this here? <laughs> I mean, I get, I get, I get why Sony wanted it there. They wanted to show their, how they're supporting the indies still. Yeah. But it's just felt weird. Too niche. Yeah. And Tumblr's yeah. dead. So why is this even being made? <laughs> Tumblr's dead. <laughs> uh, um, what else have I been playing? I've been playing a little bit of Path of Exile just because I want a game, a brainless game, until 
either I get a review code for an upcoming game or until Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima comes out. That's next year, or next month, right? Uh, yep. I think uh, I think it comes out when I'm going to be out in California, which sucks, but you know, something to look forward to when I come back. Um, I mean, everything's closed here, so you're not going to be able to do anything. Well, I'll just be hanging out with you guys, so that's all I really care about. <laughs> um, that's pretty much. Yeah, I haven't really been playing much since uh since last of us that kind of took up most of my time um so i've been playing uh xenoblade chronicles mm. uh gotten to the end i'm pretty sure like I, can't, I swear to god i can't remember this game at all but i'm pretty sure i'm at the very end i'm trying to do all not, not all the post game stuff because i haven't ended the game yet so i can't go to the post game but i'm trying to like reach level 9, 99 and pretty much kill most super bosses and until i'm basically satisfied because i know i'm not gonna 100 percent this game at all Mm-hmm. But um, I basically I want to get level 99. I want to do some super bosses and then I'll go to the end and I'll just kill the boss because I'm at level 99. I'm pretty sure that the boss is in like low 70s. So mm. I'll, I'll do that. Or, or I could set it to expert mode and just put my character's level down to be a nice fair fight. Um, but honestly, that's that, that's really all I've been playing. Is it the said, best game ever? Uh, Xenoblade? Yeah. Best game <laughs> ever made. Best JRPG ever made. It's, 10 out of 10, Masterclass. It's, it, 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 you know what, it, it is. It's Masterclass, maybe really? even at 10 out of 10. It's really, I, I think, I think it's, a, it's really one of the better JRPGs that have come out this decade, or last decade, or however you want to look at it. Hmm. It's warranted for a reason. It's, it's withstood the test of time, well, maybe graphically, because now it got updated graphically. But so as far as the story is concerned, the gameplay, it still holds up. It's not slow. It's um fairly it keeps you keeps you going keeps you on your toes. Um, characters are really grounded and almost real to a point. So, like, the game is one is revered as one of the best for a reason. It's a damn good reason too. And you can put every character in swimsuits. <laughs> you can. You definitely can. <laughs> but I I I, I kind of don't do that. Uh, I I did it in the beginning for um Fiora. Okay, it's kind of a spoiler. Let me stop there. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you i mean you could do it at the end for free order too so uh okay yeah <laughs> but yeah that's all i've really been playing xenoblade and um that yeah that's really it i haven't been doing playing much else charlotte isn't as uh jiggly as in she is in the wii version she isn't she isn't I, hmm. I don't remember it. I did not notice at all. <laughs> even though half the time I have her, I have her in like a bikini type outfit. Yeah, I don't even do that. But I yeah, didn't. she there's like a, I don't even know what section it, but it's like the the wild people outfit. Like she got this really crazy like yeah. head thing. Like that's what I have her in. Yeah, or had, I had her that, in. I had her in that for most of the game. Um, and then like I said, you know that looks. It doesn't look like her, so let me change it back to her original hairstyle. Hmm. My rifle's getting hot. <laughs> oh my god, I know. <sighs> okay, so let me... Let, maybe we can save the bulk of this discussion if we decide to do a spoiler cast, but the 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 thing I can't get my head around when it comes to the praise that people 
put on the Xenoblade is they're like, oh my God, it's so big. And it's like this giant open world. And I'm like, okay, I can see that. But there's only literally two things you do in that open world. And one is fight things. And two is picking up those little blue orb things. And like, that's it. Um, okay, so um, we kind of do have that question come up a couple of times. Let me ask you, what do you want to do in an open space that big? So... Uh, that's i'm so can, glad you asked i can answer that i could answer that for taylor <laughs> taylor loves this is what taylor loves taylor loves <laughs> to find random spots where it's like mm-hmm. a campground with a fire going on and then he like looks at the fire and he's like why is the fire there why why is this camp here what's that bucket <laughs> doing over there i just exactly. it's, it's amazing what, what's going on here i just want to know that's so he wants exactly. to know what's going on here so you're saying that there should be a quest there Nick is being sarcastic, but here's a better example. Here's a better example. So have you played Horizon Zero Dawn before? No. Okay. So pretty early on in Horizon, you're just running around. This isn't really a spoiler, but you find like this big hole in the environment. So it's like a big grassy plains area and there's this big hole. And like, what's this? So you go down in the hole and and you start going through some corridors. And then at the end, you get to like this big like glass container and there's like an armor set in there and so to get the armor set you need to get four batteries that are scattered throughout the world and it's like oh my god this is so cool like why is this armor here how do i find these little battery pieces so it's this side quest that you're constantly working on as you go through the world and then eventually you can come back and you can get the armor and it's like the best armor in the game so for me it's it's like i want to be rewarded for taking some time to explore and not with like kill five wolves like that i mean i think we can all agree the side quests aren't that great in xenoblade uh they're They're fun to just like kill some time with but they're definitely better now than in uh in the original i mean like i mean like what you described is pretty much you you could do that in xenoblade there are sometimes if you go off the beaten path you do get like an item that will wind up being useful later or you could find a a um I guess a uh I lost my train of thought here. <laughs> you could find like a door that's sealed or something like that, and you know you gotta come back to it later. You know? But th- that basically just sounds like a quest for the most part that you gotta do. Like in the Horizon Zero Dawn, did they explain to you what that door was? Or did you just say, Oh, it's a door and that that's it? it's yeah i mean i don't know if it ever explains like where it came from or the lore i guess it doesn't doesn't really matter it's i guess to me it's like variety in um variety in activities because it's literally kill things or collect things and like that's sort of it Uh, one one um open world rpg that i really like that people there's some like weird revisionist history with this game but i really liked uh, dragon age uh inquisition and what was really fun about that game is the the terrain was pretty varied like you could go in caves go behind waterfalls like all kinds of stuff and there were like a bunch of different things you could do there's there'd be like these green summoning portals that you would close like that's kind of the main crux of the story these like green portals so there were these portals that you can close all over the place there are landmarks that you can find um so i don't know it has what it has landmarks. The Xenoblade definitely has secret locations that you could discover. So I think, um, I think what Taylor wants, he wants the quest to not be surrounded. Uh, he doesn't want the. He wants the quest to not be 
a blue orb surrounded by a bunch of monsters. He wants that blue orb to be actual, like something that you could see. Yeah, because like we, there, I've tr- I tr- try to explore the world, and it was. Uh, I, I'm terrible at explaining this, but it, to me, there it was big, right? It was there's a lot of places you can go, but like, okay, well, here's another good one, like Breath of the Wild, right? Like you're rewarded for exploring because every time you see a big shiny thing, there's a dungeon, like a mini dungeon. And then you get a boost to either your stamina or health, or you get a weapon or something. So there's a lot of incentive to try to explore. And sometimes there's puzzles. So there's like a variety of different things you can do. But I I felt like I would go to the edge of, of the map. And the only time I was ever rewarded with some kind of item was like, there would be um, like an ore deposit and you could get ore that you, you know, normally wouldn't have otherwise, which in a roundabout way gets you gems, you know, Mm -hmm. but I personally felt like my exploration of the world was not rewarded it like it was in other games. I give you that. Like the exploration does do that because it's mostly you got to pick up quests and then you start messing around and going places and then you'll realize, Oh, okay. I picked up this item for this quest and I could use it for that. Uh, But yeah, I guess I would agree with you on that. I'm trying to remember if this was a quality of life improvement. In the original Wii version, you couldn't pick up multiple quests from the same person at once. You had to do the first quest, complete it, go back to them, finish the quest, and then they'll give you another one, and then you have to go all the way back and do that quest, and then come back. Is that how? That's how I remember it. Is that how it was? I can't remember, but I think it. I think that is a change. Yeah, because I know now you just pick all of them at once, and you're like, okay, yeah, I have this exactly whole, I have this whole quest, line, quest, all these quests to do when I'm exploring the area, which makes yeah. the game way better, hundred times. Oh yeah. You know, it was really funny. I couldn't believe this, but I remember somebody on our Discord was talking about the time, like how the time difference was in the game, and so I went to uh, how long to beat, and apparently people are beating the switch version 20 hours faster just because the map's better apparently like apparently oh, the map and the wii version was just garbage oh yeah yep yeah dude you it, it never told you anything <laughs> i don't know how we played it honestly i know right and we, and we still loved it we still loved the game we didn't care it was still regarded at the time as one of the best um rpgs to come out but like damn how did we ever get through that that's ridiculous that's the really crazy. That was the crazy realization to me. I'm like, wow, people loved it that much when it was that hard to play back then. Yeah. Um, I, it, we Nick were... made a good point, and I don't know if it, I think it was Nick that said this, but because I was really confused, if I'm being honest, I was like, wow, like this is a this is a good game. I'm like, I don't not like it, but people were like, this is the greatest thing ever. It's a masterpiece, ten out of ten. And I was like, where where was this coming from? And Nick was like, this was back in the day when we didn't have console JRPGs. It was like a couple Tales games, some Final Fantasies that we didn't like. And I don't even Kuni, I don't even think we had Tales games it. yet. You don't think so? No, I don't even think we had Nino Kuni yet. I think it came out during when there was like nothing. We had Eternal Sonata, Eternal Sonata, and Folklore. And I'm trying to think of those other games, like early PS3 games that like, yeah. But I wonder if that was part of it, that like it was so highly regarded because we just didn't have anything. But I never played it back in the day, so I I don't know how true that (laughs) is. 
because I will say I probably hold the original Nino Kuni in pretty high regard. And I wonder if that was because of the time, like there just weren't classic JRPGs like that back then. And uh, I haven't really played it since. And I don't, I'd be curious to know if I, did, I just have some nostalgia glasses for it or something. I also just couldn't play Nino Kuni, Kuni. So I just, I couldn't tell you, but you might have a point of that, not having them having that many, I guess, banger RPGs released at the time, JRPGs released at the time. You might be right. Because I will say, I'll, I'll definitely say this. It's I've I haven't played Final Fantasy 13 2, but it's better than 13 1 and Lightning Returns for sure. It's better than Zillia. It's better than I would say it's better than Graces. Which one? Tells the Graces. Yo, good sir. Good sir. What are you what, what are you doing, sir? Sir. What, what 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 game? Xenoblade. Oh, Xenoblade. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I thought you were saying Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought you were saying for 13 too. I'm like, wait a second. Oh, what no, no, sorry. I haven't right. played it. I haven't played it, but I'm saying I think Xenoblade is better than the vast majority of the JRPGs that were coming out in that era. Oh, yeah. Especially the fine, uh, the last story. Oh, yeah. The last story was, in retrospect, a little bit of a disappointment. Honestly, I, I, did, I did not see the hype for the last story. I couldn't play it. <laughs> Yeah, I bought okay. the limited edition. I played it for like a, a couple of hours. I want to say about 10 or 12 hours. I was like, I can't do it anymore. I don't care. I think, <laughs> I think Taylor beat it. You beat it, didn't you, Taylor? I got really far. I don't know if I ever beat it, but I got pretty far. I think if it came out now, like it got the Xenoblade treatment, I'd probably play it now. At the time, I just did not care. That's fair. I think so, a lot of people were just done with their Wii. You know, remember, remember Operation Rainfall when we had to get like Pandora's Tower and okay, that was the third one. That was the third one, right? So it was yeah. it was Xenoblade, Last Story, and Pandora's Tower. Mm, okay, okay, those, those those three. I think so. I wasn't sure if the Last Story was a part of that. I don't even. No, game, yeah, but, I don't even remember what Pandora's Tower was. Yeah, me either. I don't think I even got it. I, I think it was more of a. It felt like a puzzle game. Could be wrong. Probably I'm wrong, but I just wasn't interested. I think it's a game. I remember it had something to do with um, eating, like eating like people or something. Like you're climbing a tower. You have to like eat people to stay alive or something weird. Yeah, I, it was kind of a funky game. <laughs> Pandora's Tower. Huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Xenoblade Last Story Pandora's Tower. Hmm. Interesting. I remember those games were so expensive at GameStop. They were. They, weren't they charging like a hundred dollars for Xenoblade at one point? It was like the highest I saw for Xenoblade was eighty bucks, and then it got reprinted, and that price went down like crazy. Um, Last Story was the same thing, and then Pandora was also one of those, but those didn't get a re re-release. Xenoblade did, like way late in the life cycle, the Wii. It was just like, wow, this is random that they're re, they're, 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 uh, what's it called? Reprinting, yeah, pre-reprinting this game. Yeah, because weren't like, I mean, you would know better than most, but like I remember there were rumors that like uh, GameStop was opening new copies and then selling used versions for higher price or something stupid. Yeah. That sounds like GameSpot. GameStop. <laughs> See, a lot of these rumors is uh, a lot of these things that people say uh, about. Oh, I bought 
I bought a new copy of the game and they gave me an open copy and it has a new thing. And it's like, well, what you did is you got the display copy. It's our last mm. copy. No, of the not- it's a last copy of the game and you got the display copy. That is what happened. So if unless you're like, well, that's for our game stuff. I don't know about other game stuff, but if the, if the new if the new game is open, that's a display copy. And you can totally say no. It's like, I don't want it. It's like, OK, well, you have to wait until we get in stock. That's that's the thing why about that is you couldn't return it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. So get a use get a used copy. <laughs> it's it's just yeah. That what GameStop should do, which I, I hated opening new copies so much because I was like, this is never gonna sell because people are gonna or unless like some some uh, casual buys it. But what they should have done is they should get their own they should get their own cover art and create their own copies for the new section, so you don't have to open them. But for some reason, they never did that. But I never knew why. Silly game, stop. Tricks are for kids. <laughs> but yeah, everything else about GameStop is true. It's true. We are required to push our power-up cards and our pre-orders on you. I remember I got so sick of people asking about that. I remember one it was when I think it was when Far Cry 4 and Dragon Age came out the same day. I went to go pick up Far Cry 4 and they're like, is that it? And I'm like, yep, that's it. I don't want the strategy guide or the season pass or the game. So like I just listed off all the things I didn't want. And she's like, well, what about this? And I, I was like, God damn it. I thought I remembered everything. <laughs> no dick, no disc protection. No, that is like the like such a waste of money. Disc protection. It is. The only the only console that you should get it for is a 360 was the 360 because the mm. 360 would had a had an issue where if you shook it when it was loaded, when it was playing a game, it would burn a, like a circle on the disc and the and uh, oh, geez. And it would be your, your system. The disc would be destroyed. So, yeah, that's the only time I would I would actually tell people to get so, it. Also, you got to be a complete idiot to mess up your game. This is now. It's really hard to mess up a Blu-ray disc. It's really hard. Like you actually gotta be trying. I don't think even a child could do it. Like I, I will say, I've only had one PS4 game not work, and I'm gonna blame my roommate Matt on this. But he was a big fan of the Uncharted 4 multiplayer, and he would he would be like constantly be taking out games that I was playing to put the Uncharted 4 disc in, and I think he would just leave it out. And now that disc doesn't work, and I'm so pissed because I wanted to play it not too long ago. And it wouldn't it wouldn't read the disc. I was like, God damn it, man. Unchar- Uncharted Four. Yeah. Oh. That's the one that's ever. Th- those are the people. Those are the, Yeah, those are the people who break discs. Yeah, and a certain other friend and that Connor, likes to leave his discs out. Con- Connor back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Connor doesn't do that anymore. Connor is very good about keeping his disc, uh, keeping the discs clean. But before, he had my Tales of Destiny got eaten by, by uh his dog same my disc three for final fantasy seven had the dog uh hannah yep. yeah, hannah, yeah ate hannah, hannah ate it hate my tales of destiny and you know how much tales of destiny costs shadow it's like it's like it how much <laughs> it's like two hundred dollars damn <laughs> did he at least buy you a replacement copy no because his copy got uh got eaten as well that's why i was borrowing mine so i was able to get my the one that i have now is travis's Travis is oh, gave to me. So 
And that's he really bought me a new copy of my yeah. Final Fantasy VII. That sucks that he didn't even buy you a replacement copy. Well, I think it was back in the day where it was really rare. So, mm. so wait a yeah. second. How I'm assuming Hannah's a dog, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, okay. it's his uh, sister. His sister would yeah. just eat games. <laughs> <laughs> so how how did you leave the game out for the dog to get to it? Oh, so okay, so Connor had a habit. <laughs> Of leaving games everywhere. He would take it out, he would take the disc out and just be like leave it like on the ground. Because this PlayStation wow. was like was like on the ground. So or put it on, on a uh, on a chair or a stool or a desk and his and or a counter. And they, they're like really short, really short counters. And the dog would just get it. Because wow. the dog because the dog was pretty dumb. It was a pretty dumb dog. Wow. <laughs> I like how we both have stories where the dog ate a game of ours. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not kidding with Tales of Destiny. I'm on eBay right now. You're lucky if you can find that game for under $150. All the sold copies are like two twenty two, dollars $199, $185, $224, $177, $207. They're super expensive. I think Tales of Destiny 2, Tales of Destiny 2 for the PS1 was also was more expensive yep 200 to 244 249 or 349 259 so for both of them 600 uh 250 empty cases yeah not gonna do that yeah wow 500 500 for one of them old ps1 rpgs are super expensive um, this one right here. This is the, this is the game we're talking. About. This one costs three hundred two fifty up. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I got lucky with my copy of Tales of Destiny. I think I got it for like fifty bucks or something. That's really good, and I think it's a good. It's in good quality too. Yep, because mine's. I real- think the only reason it it got messed up is because the instruction manual is a little crusty, but like that's fine. Crusty, <laughs> gross. Mine's. Oh, wait, are you ever gonna sell it? Probably not that. So what I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna actually ask Taylor to bring that his copy over because I want to switch it with his with mine. Why? Because mine is super old and scratched up. Works. The disc or the case? Well, the case is original and that's old and cracked. And I like it. But my disc mm. is really messed. It's like it's really scratched up. It's like a typical PS1 scratched up disc. Works. But Hmm. I want it. I want. I want a good, good copy. I'll give you fifty bucks. Oh, <laughs> You'll give me fifty bucks. Does it not play? No, it plays. There you go. I have it right here. Here, see, right here. Three, there's, there's twenties. No, but your, your dit, <laughs> your dit, the disc plays or it doesn't play or you. It just does wanna, play. I just want to future proof it. Mm. Hmm. It's fair. It's fair. All right. Uh, I don't know nothing about collecting um, game discs anymore. I got an all digital and I ain't going back. Mm. So are you going to, you know, we talked about this last time, I think. Um, but for the PS5, I'm guessing you would get the all digital version then. Oh, absolutely. You are? So you're not yeah. going to be, you're not, you don't want to. Oh, is your PS4 games digital as well? A lot of them? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, a lot of my PS4 games. I, I only own like, I want to say five PS4 games. Yeah. The so, rest yeah. of them are all digital. 
That is oh. perfect for Shadow then, the digital version. And it's probably going to be a hundred cheap dollars cheaper, right? Yeah, especially if it's a hundred dollars yeah. cheaper. There's no reason I, I, I wouldn't go for that one. Yeah, I, I gotta say. Oh, okay, sorry, go ahead. That's like, I don't know how people like this is just me. Maybe I'm the odd man. I, I don't know how people still go physical. I really don't. I'm just done. I'm done with this changing this nonsense. I'm done with having a whole bunch of games to oh, having a collection. Who am I trying to impress? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like seriously, they're not worth. They're, well, they're not. They're not worth anything for the most part. I mean, I'm maybe sometime down the line, some event in the world might cause these games to go rare. I don't know, but I don't want to squish this. I don't want to. I don't want to like show them off anymore. I, I I think I feel like I got that all out of my system last gen in in the PS. Oh, I guess we're not on the current. We're not on the next gen yet. So yeah, I got through. I got through on the PS3 gen and the PS2 gen. I got a whole bunch of games still from the PS from PS2 games. I got a whole bunch of limited editions from the PS3 era. I don't need them no more. They're just, they're just a waste of space. They don't do nothing. I, I think the only thing that is stopping me from going all digital is I am completely not confident in some <clears throat> excuse me in some of these companies to not take the stores offline at some point. Like for example, like would they ever get rid of like the ps4 store are they going to carry it forwards in perpetuity like if it was like steam right like steam your games are going to be good forever right but that's not always the case like they i mean the wii shop is closed so you can't re-download those games if they're not on your console right now not that a lot of people bought digital games on the wii but that's my fear is that there will come a day or something happens where i want to download it and the the shop is closed or something and i can't play those games that would be the only reason um but i don't do it it's a possibility but it's so small that i like i can't even entertain the idea i mean me and you are different i guess but uh yeah that that is a valid concern but i don't don't think it's the only games the only games that i really buy physically now are jrpgs why Mm. (laughs) i need them physically because someday the internet's gonna be destroyed, and see, see, no, that's the, that's not gonna happen. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not gonna have our JRPGs. I was worried. I actually put Bright Night Chronicles two in, right, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't download its patch. And I was like, oh shit, am I not gonna be able to patch it up to play my saved game? Uh oh. And then I realized that my PS3 wasn't updated, so I'm like, okay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Take an hour to update the PS3. Yep. By the way, White Knight Chronicles is just like Xenoblade Chronicles. Same oh, game. Really? I'm sorry, what? Same, same exact game. Hmm. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, play it. You'll see that. You'll see the similarities. Just okay. There. So, for, so first of all, one is trash, and the other one is one of the greatest games of all time. Go watch it. It's the same exact game. No, no, it's not. No, it's not, sir. You, you, you will not compare White Trash Chronicles to Xeno Go Chronicles, okay? Alright. It's a, it's a, both got Chronicles in the name. They have Chronicles in the name. They're both single-player MMORPGs. They both... <laughs> that oh, was no. Oh, no. That's, I gotta say, that is probably far and away Level 5's worst game. Absolutely. Like, it's shocking that Level 5 made that game. I don't even know how they fucked that up. 
and then they made a sequel and still fucked it up. That's right. <laughs> how, how, how do you did, did they did they really make a sequel or did they just finally they released the complete version of the game? I, I didn't play enough of two to know what the, like what story stuff is included or not included. But it's like you do Dark Cloud one and two, Rogue Galaxy, Dragon Quest eight and nine. Like man, man, they really and Professor Layton. You know, like those aren't JRPGs, but those are still great games. Like it's yep. amazing how how they can make a game as like dull as White Knight Chronicles. It was shocking. Did you see me put it replaying it? What? No, I, put, I, 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 put, I put it in the I put it on my PS3. I turned it on. I created a character. I started at the beginning of the game, and I was like, "Hmm, this is interesting." The create a character is actually very, very robust. Let's create. Let's create a hot girl. So I of course, that's what yeah. you got to do. Anytime you make a create a character, that's that's the only way to do it. But it's funny because <laughs> you remember how I always said that the avatar is just in the background randomly during the story scenes. Yeah. That, yep. So. The beginning of the st- story is uh forgot the the main guy's name. Nobody but, does. Yeah, I don't remember it at all. Well, the main guy is working for some like wine company, and the the owner is like, "Hurry up! We're gonna have to. We're being chosen to supply this royal ceremony with wine. Go take our new hire to get the wine from Parm." And the new hire is just the character you created. And she's like, oh, hi, how do I, how, how are you? Uh, I'm whatever my name is. Are you okay? And she, she's, your character's like. <laughs> <laughs> no talking at all. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Good times. Good times. So I'll really, I'll okay. good times. it's, uh, it is Dino Blake Chronicles. Same game. No, nah, definitely not. <laughs> and what I've been playing, I've been playing Zero No Kisaki. Nice. I'm in chapter two now, and that is very fun. And for people that don't know what that is, that's Trails from Zero. That's like a the Trails in the Sky sub series that we never got. Yep. And it's, they, there were fan translations that just came out. They get completed. Yeah. Prospell, really fun. I don't think it's going to be, uh, especially in this climate, you're playing as the police, so I don't know if people will like that. But Exactly. <laughs> Can't play as the police. So you're playing the Crossbell games. I'm playing the you're first playing the one, fir- yeah. Playing the first one, why? Because I want to prepare for four. Mm. Okay, cause I, was say, cause I know the Crossbell games are going to be released in English eventually. That's why yeah. I'm waiting for yeah, so I want to play it now because I know we're, I'm not going to be able to play it sequel because they just started the Fran translation translation like a couple weeks ago for that one, and so I'll be able to get the first I'll be able to get the first part out. So I'll get to know the characters. I already know Tio Tot, so it's funny to see all these characters that you knew from Cold Steel Three. It's like, ah. um. <laughs> But Cold Steel 4 has a lot of characters from this series coming back. So like you see like I from all the questions from you see Estelle Joshua, you see uh, Renee. Spoilers. Jeez. How is that spoilers? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody will say spoilers. <laughs> you see every like for, okay, Cold Steel 4 is like every character from every Trails game is going to be like coalescing in this game. Like, kind of did you ever see um, Endgame? 
Yeah, it's just, game, it feels like it, it feels like it feels like what this is, what Cold Steel Four is. But I, to be honest, I think the new game is actually like that. Is it going to be like that? It's oh, going to be an end game. Uh, no Kaseki or whatever. Yeah, I think that one's going to be an end game. So somebody's translating that game right now. Which one? Hajime. Hajime no, no, that game's not even out. That's the oh, next. About, that, oh, okay. oh, that's the next game. Oh, okay. Mm. But they keep showing so at the very end. They're gonna go bracers, <laughs> assemble. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be crazy. Uh-huh. And uh, then everybody just rushes. But uh, only I don't, care. I don't care what anybody says. That's the best um, moment in cinematic history, cinematic movie history. Oh, ever. of course, that's Avenger- my favorite. Avengers He's assemble. <laughs> but Taylor, I not goosebumps when I watched that. But Taylor, well, before that, when he gets the hammer for the first time, oh, so good. That was great. Don't get me wrong, but man, that yo, that Avengers Assemble scene, that literally, I, I cried. I cried. <laughs> it was epic. It was epic. That was ridiculous. That was, that was perfect. I could, I couldn't have paint, painted a better picture. That was perfect. <laughs> Everybody is there. Everybody was there. It was great. Like when they revealed everyone is here for Ultimate Smash. <laughs> great. Now I gotta watch that scene again. <laughs> gotta watch that scene at least once a year. It's very okay. Going back to zero, <laughs> get back to video games. So it's very. Yeah, you should play it. You should play it, uh, Shadow. It's really good. I, I want to play it, but I don't, I don't think I'm gonna get to it before Cold Steel Four, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you'll be able to because he's pretty busy right now. Yeah, but just in the future, it'll be. It's it's like. Uh, I think because I played Cold Steel first before I played Sky. So I played Cold Steel 1 and 2 and then I played the Sky series and I think you, you could do that here and you'll be get you'll still get a lot out of it. But yeah, it's, it's really good. It's it's surprising how good it is. And I went to a Japanese site to download to buy this game legally and download it. You got so, education there, buddy. So I did not I did not pirate it. I actually bought it legally. Oh man. That's that could be me. Wait, what? Oh, get the PS4 version, which they're adding. The PS4 version is when they're adding all the characters from the other games in it. It's weird. Oh, what's what's the pink? Oh, what's her name? What's the pink-haired girl's name in Cold Steel Three? The one who has voice. Uh, no, oh, what's her name? June? Judah? Judah? Juna? 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 Yeah, she's a, she she's a she's a NPC in. Uh, the PS4 version of Zero. So you see here. Uh, PS4 version. I about to say, I thought she was didn't appear before. No, in the newer version. I think those are already released, actually. But. Yeah, I think I was talking to a friend of mine, Riku, that he that that um, Juno wasn't in initially in the Crossbow games. Nope. Initially, until it got to the PS4 versions, I guess. Yeah. Now she's in it. Because th- that's what I thought. I thought she was in the Crossbow games. And I think you I actually. She was an NPC. Yeah, yeah. I think you actually see Toa as well in the second one. Because mm. she goes there in, in uh, Cold Steel. That's right. Yeah. All right. So let's move to the questions. We got a lot, and they're really they're there's some doozies. Are uh, there really? Yeah. So let's start with a simple one from Josiah Taku. He asks, "What is the weirdest video game you've ever played?" <gasps> the weirdest video game I've ever really played. Hmm. 
like played- weird as it freaked me out like it said like what the fuck is going on like what happened like something like that i mean you, i guess you could go that way you could, or you could go then complete opposite have some uh very uh racy games that you played you're like well this is some weird shit man but i'm into it i'm gonna say for ra- racy games like that i'm gonna say even though i play ranchy games from time to time like samurai kogura and basically any day for ideal factory um i even i was a little bit like what the hell am i playing when i played um, moe chronicle <laughs> <laughs> moe chronicles okay I was like, what is this? Like, what, what? this game is hella perverted. There were enemies that look like dildos. I was like, yo, y'all, y'all too much. <laughs> y'all too much right now. Um, another game that was weird, I guess you could say, what the fuck to me, was um, Doki Doki Literature Club. Mm. Ah, that is to me game weird. Yeah. Crazy. Did you I get scared at all? I, 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 got, I got a little bit scared when the game went, like, freaked out and, like, it, like, kind of, like, like glitched out on us and especially what happened to what's her name like i saw it coming i said she's gonna like doesn't matter which choice i i pick she's gonna she's gonna take this the wrong way and i was just i was scared i was like oh wow that's just terrible and then when you found your friend what she did to herself i was i was like wow that's that's a powerful scene some people can't handle this it's a good thing i'm me Um, so this never came out. I don't know if this counts, but you know, um, you guys know Octodad. Yep. So back in the day when I was still writing for Blistered Thumbs, I went to, um, the the game developers conference and they had a build of Octodad for the connect. And it was really weird. (laughs) So like you're doing the hand motions of like being the octopus. It was, it was strange for sure. Um, but as far as games that actually came out, probably um, uh, Mugen Souls. It was a really weird PS3 JRPG that NIS put out. Garbage. Yeah, it was. It's total trash for sure. <laughs> yeah, so that would probably be my answer. I think it was really garbage because it was like it was so poorly optimized. Yeah, it ran like trash, but and then like. I didn't understand the system. So there was this system where hmm. like you, they give you some type of emotion and then you try to like reply back with the opposite emotion. And it would like, I never understood what, what was happening or like, it wasn't clear what, what emotion they were trying to convey. So uh, to me, I was always confused and I was always, you know, having trouble in battle. So I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to delve into this system. I feel like um that like that's what, it was one of those games that every every game that released from Kepal Heart they always try to do something different, and it was it, it was more complicated in each game. Yeah, a little too complicated for their own good sometimes. Yeah. Got one, Nick. I've played plenty of uh, weird games. Um, they're all uh, eighteen plus, so I can't talk about it here. No, but uh, I play like uh, one of the things is a. Uh, Buster Groove. Buster Groove is pretty interesting. Have you ever played that? That's not that that's weird. That's like weird. a that's like a music rhythm game. I would it's, say um Nekopar, that one's weird. That's a visual novel. That's not weird at all. That's normal. That's not weird, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, no. Um, I played we- I played I played weirder ones than that. There was one there was one visual novel game that I refused to play that I, I just I couldn't do it because like the MC was seeing everybody in like grotesque 
demon forms or blobs or something like that. I forgot what it's called. I played it hmm. for like five minutes. I was like, no, I can't do this. This is gonna give me my This is gonna keep me up at night. I can't do. I can't play this game. I forgot what it's called. Oh, God. I, you know what's sad is I have it on a, on my computer somewhere now. I don't know what it's oh. called. Oh, man, I need a. I have a ton of games on my PSP Go. I'm pretty sure if I put weird visual novel games, I'll probably put, that's the first I'll come up. Hey, let me always make sure. It's dead. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Saya, I think it's called Saya. Saya no something. Sao no Yuta or some shit. Don't play this game, people. <laughs> don't don't do it to yourself. I think that's what it is. Is that is how it is? Yeah, that's this game. Yeah, Saya no Yuta. Yeah, people. Don't 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 play this game. Yeah, he was seeing one girl normal. Yeah, I should. I freak out. That happened to me in real life. I freak the fuck out. Kill me. Ugh. I what's it called? Like there's a lot of PSP games that were weird. We all and I downloaded a lot of them. Like remember I could be the hero, Taylor? Oh, there was a yeah, I mean MS America put out a lot of weird games. One <laughs> of one of my favorite dumb game names was um ZHP Unlosing Ranger versus Dark yeah, Death that, Evil Man. That, that was the one that's when I played too. That was a good game. Yeah, it was it was strange. It was like a roguelike yeah. strategy RPG. It was very strange, but yeah, it was I love the quirky humor. Yeah, I think it's from the sky. It's like from the same universe. Yeah. There was another one that I played on the PSP. What was it called? So annoying. Half minute hero. No, that one is fun too. Hmm. Um, what was it? I saw one. Patapon. Remember Patapon? Patapon was fun. Yep. Pretty weird. Pretty weird. All right. Shall we move on? Damn it. I mean, I want to remember this name. It's bothering me. Yeah. Let's move on. This one's. This one's going to be good. This one's going to be good. Wingy Chef asks. What is a piece of technology that you would like to have or own from a JRPG? Hmm. Piece of technology. Yep. I think I, I think it would have to be like universal t- um, translations. Like I could just put something in my ear and I can understand the language. That'd be great. <laughs> You're being you're being you're being too obvious. Too obvious. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that would be cool. Yeah, something to give you like some kind of superpower or something. Oh, I don't know what. It, there's this one series that has these like awesome things that. You know, you put in some material on it and it gives you spells and strengthens you. Oh, what's it called? <laughs> Come on, Taylor. I don't know. Orbments from Trails. No, orbments are lame. It's like materia. They're lame. Yeah, heal materia would be fun. That'd be nice to have heal materia. <laughs> 
Uh, I was trying to think of something else if there was something more interesting or clever than that. But yeah, being able to hear all, uh, being able to understand different languages would be neat too. Just everything. This, you don't you don't need to learn a language. You just instantly understand it. But would it translate you for them? Yeah, I was just gonna say if it can also go the other way. I don't. Is that from a specific game, Shadow? I mean, I know they do that in ten, sort of. That's in Star Trek. I want to say a Star Ocean for the most part. Like they can go to like any um, planet and they'll understand their language, mm. or something like that. Oh yeah, That's a good one. Yeah. They also uh, say they spam their uh, special moves, and they keep saying it over and over and over and over again. Oh man. Just like uh, tails, lightning, tiger blade. No, they don't always say it. This one they always say it, and it's the same version. Sometimes oh, it, I've, I've I've got the perfect one, the the Xenoblade. It's I've got a, a sword that's also a waifu. I mean, come on, why would you not want oh that? Oh my god, it's not, the, it's not the Xenoblade. What's it called? Yeah, it's called know. the Aegis or something. There it is. Oh, the Aegis. Aegis. There you go. Not the Aegis. <laughs> but which one do you want, huh, Taylor? Huh? Huh? I want Sundere Mithra, obviously. All right, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow wants to be pampered. Taylor, oh, yeah. Taylor wants to get stepped on. That's I know, right? Yeah, I told you a lot. <laughs> I just would pick Mithra because she's hotter. So that's it. Hey, man, but, listen, they both they both have their charms. Don't get me wrong. I just I just prefer pirate. That that's all. I, well, here's the cool thing. If you had the Aegis, you could have either. Or or the green hair girl. Especially well, the green hair girl don't don't count. Nobody likes her. Nobody cares about her. But that's full power. Full power, Mithra. Oh, yeah, that's my her. answer. E- the Aegis. That's my answer. The Aegis. <laughs> but will you be able to handle the Aegis? Huh? Are you compatible? That's that's a good question. I don't or, know. Are you, or are you just going to die instantly? I'll probably just die instantly, but it'll be worth it. But I'll be able to beat everybody with the power of friendship with it. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the other secret power, the power of friendship. <laughs> or you could have... That's true. There's a bunch of spoilers in this conversation. Or Poppy. Technically, Poppy's a piece of technology. You want Poppy over, over, over the... In the ramp. You want Poppy no. over the ages. No, I'm just saying if we're trying to think of other options. <laughs> All right, so since we're on, we're on, we're, we're on blades. Yeah. Shadow, which blade would you want? That's not Mithra or Pyra. Because uh, Taylor took does, her. Does Cosmos count? Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I'll choose Cosmos. If not, I would say Perun. <laughs> Wait, you, know, Perun or you know which one you know oh yeah there you go which one is it? i forgot which one do you, do you do you want the bunny one or do you want do you want the the, the lolly with the big boobs um that that wait there's a lolly with big boobs yeah, wait that's that's praxis isn't it wait praxis okay well, let's see it's praxis praxis in theory right yeah praxis wait she's a lolly she's not a lolly She has big boobs. She's she's tiny though. That's why I said she's a lolly with big boobs. Uh, uh, I wouldn't classify her as lolly. Theory is definitely lolly because she doesn't have big boobs. 
I miss practice. <laughs> and Perun. Perun is the um, one that's made by Code Geass, right? Yeah. Or I think it was the Project Cross Zone. Excuse me. Woo! Perun. Mm. Cool, 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 cool. I am not answering this at all. <laughs> technology or the blade? The blade. <laughs> but well, my techn- by, by my technology would be a blade. Technically, mm. it would be Dimlos, a swordian. Ah. So yours, oh, yours has physical form, and you can do stuff with it. But mine, just a spirit and a sword. Spoilers. Uh, my bad. (laughs) I've already marked it. It's fine. I already know Oz is like, oh, I pick her, I pick her, I pick her, I pick her. That's what Oz does. Mm All right. Mm -hmm. But Taylor did pick the best one, Blades. So it's true. It's true. Jose Otaku also asks, what are your favorite Saturday morning cartoons from your childhood? Uh, wow. Um, wow. All right, so going way back in the day, I'm going to have to go with Reboot, mm. Thundercats, Reboot. Nice. X-Men, uh, Spider-Man, the animated series. Fast forwarding a little bit, probably go with um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, I want to say the Batman. Uh, what else? What else appeared on Saturday? I see that you're a man of culture as well. Anything <laughs> <laughs> else? All good picks. Can't, can't disagree with any of those. Yeah, but well, way back in the day, the Saturday morning cartoon lineup was insane. Oh my god. I used to love Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Wake, up at, wake up at six in the morning to watch cartoons. Yeah. Mm, yeah, wait, six in the morning and like, wait, was it 12 o'clock or one o'clock? I was like, oh, let's go outside. It was great. Oh, man. That was great. I feel sorry for kids today. I hope I, I hope they have something like that today so they can experience that. Oh, boy, it's 3 a.m. Gets on their phone. We <laughs> see the 90s. Saturday morning cartoons, 90s. Uh, Recess. I used to watch Recess. Oh, uh, recess. That was uh, my shit. I was a from Saturday morning cartoons. I was a Nickelodeon guy, so I watched all uh, all Real Monsters, Rugrats, mm. them Rugrats. I used to love Rugrats. But yeah, all all those shows. Hey Arnold. I mean, that was later on. Mm. But Hey Arnold, uh, Doug, Rocket, pa- Rocket Power, Doug. Cat dog, cat dog. Wow. I used to hate cat dog when it first came out, and then it like, was weird and creepy. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. But then like they kept running it over and over again. I was like, all right, it's growing on me. So whenever it came on, I was like, all right, I watch it. But then Before when I, I wasn't about it. Yeah. Then when I got like when I was like nine and ten, then I went to Cartoon Network. And it was Dexter's Lab. Dexter. Courage, Cowardly Dog. Ed and oh, Eddie. Wow. Bobby's um, what's it called? Bobby's World. Yeah, I'll sure. One. Uh, Freakazoid. Oh, Freakazoid, so good. But when I watched Freakazoid, Toonami was on, and so that's when I started watching 
Dragon Ball Z, Tenchi Muyo, Gundam Wing. Mm. That's what I started getting. That's what I started getting into anime. I always felt weird watching Tenchi Muyo. With all the boobles. Um... Well, I enjoyed it, but it was like, like I was always watching it when my grandma was like, I was at my grandma's, <laughs> so I didn't think it was yeah. like a, like it didn't feel right. But it was just really funny that when my dad started getting into the anime. The first thing he bought was Tenchi Muyo. Like, right. like the diary collection. Nice. Yeah, for me, it was my, the ones I remember Ninja Turtles, of course. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Ninja Turtles Voltron, which I didn't know was an anime at the time, but I just thought it was cool how they could combine all the lions and stuff. That was so fun. <laughs> and uh, the Mega Man cartoon, it's terrible, but I remember loving it as a yeah. kid. <laughs> <laughs> it was so dumb. Hey, the theme song was good. Oh yeah, super fighting robot. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Mega Man. I, I remember the episode where they had Mega Man X on. I was like, no way, Mega Man X. You were just yeah, like, you were just like an adult, mind. and all he was was just he was just an adult version of Mega Man, basically. <laughs> but they had violent Spark Mandrill on, which is kind of cool. So, yeah, wasn't Run uh, Roll just always said like vacuum puns? Uh, I mean, the whole show was puns. It's like, I'm trying to cut you down to size, Mega Man. And I was like, oh, God, shut up. Oh, yeah. Top <laughs> Man o- always coming in with the puns. Dr. Why we... Oh. oh, The Tick. The Tick? I didn't watch The Tick. I think it was cool. Seems like a tailored show. Uh, it's like one of the, it was like one of the first like adultish cartoons, kind of. Yeah. I mean, kids could watch it, but it was... I think it was targeted more towards adults. All right. Darish. Modern life. Oh, oh yeah. Rocco's Modern Life. That That's a classic. <laughs> From Darisham, my partner recently asked if she could play one of my Switch games. She chose Xenoblade 2 and has been enjoying it so far, but has no experience playing RPGs. How can I nurture this new interest of hers without backseat gaming? She will often ask me for help, but I'm not sure if I should tell her the answer. Play for her or let her figure the game out. Xenoblade is one hell of a JRPG to start on. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be my first. I wouldn't let anybody start with Xenoblade Chronicles 2, especially. That shit yeah. is complicated as hell. She, yeah, no kidding. That's interesting that they're enjoying it, though. Yeah, probably because Pyra. Yeah, Pyra, Pyra is, Pyra, Pyra is perfect. That's why it starts <laughs> with P. There you go. <laughs> um... I mean, Xenoblade 1, I guess. If you like Xenoblade 2, that'd be another recommendation. Um, uh, let's see. So their question is... Definitely uh, help her out, I, I would say. Definitely help her out. Um, uh, try not to be too pushy about it. You know, just give her some tips here and there. Uh, uh, but Xenoblade, that's pretty hard to do. I am the worst at when it comes to watching other people play video games. It pisses me off inside of what people do sometimes. And I'm like, what are they doing? They're so freaking stupid. They're it's right there. They're missing the thing right there. But I never say, why are they shooting the Colossus's leg? Just climb up it. Why yeah. are they shooting it? See, I see. I would be thinking that in my head, but I would not be saying that out loud. Like Taylor did to that poor woman at PSF. She had headphones on. It was, yeah, but you're, you were right behind her. Why are you so stupid? Why are you shooting the leg? Just I oh, come out of here. I just need to get a coke. <laughs> he never got that coke. Never did. Never got it. 
But yeah, I don't know how I'd react to uh, watching uh, like my girlfriend or my wife play a video game. That'll be hard. I would say if I didn't have that anger inside. Oh my god. That um, just whenever like I would help them out whenever they asked me to. I wouldn't push it on them. Yeah. So. Like, if they're having trouble, it's like, I would ask, do you need help or something like that? It's like something. But usually, they usually ask you. I mean, like Taylor here. Yeah. It's like, Nick, 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 just beat. Just beat Hubert for me, please. Beat it, beat it. I tried it like six times. Just beat it. First try. Done. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I say just let them enjoy and figure it out until they get annoyed or frustrated or they need help. Yeah. And then don't let them if they're looking for more, play Xenoblade 1. I think it's a much easier to get into version of the same type of game. So I feel like it's more serious as well. Yeah. 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 yeah two is a little goofy. Well, anime. anime charm. Yep. How could I nurture this new interest of hers? Um, tell her to uh, show her other version, uh, other games as well. Other games from different systems. See if anything catches her eye. I mean, if she if Xenoblade Two catches her eye, then you have an in for other anime games. Basically, like I don't know how you haven't introduced her to Persona Five yet. Persona Five, yep. uh, you do uh, some t- Tales games. Yeah, good hmm, stuff. Make sure it's not Tales of, of Hysteria. Make sure Probably it is Tales. Make sure it is Tales of Hysteria. No cause, way. Because she so plays sad. it, and then she's like, "I like this game, right?" She's she's enjoying it, and then you're like. Well, let me have some good. I have some good news for you. That is the worst one of the bunch. They just get better from here. (laughs) Good idea. It's a good strategy. Pretty much, pretty much. That's why you play that one first. You could only go up. Okay, from Will Preplin. Preplin, I find JRPGs often a Bit of a slog to replay because of my personal motivations for playing a game in the first place being largely negated on subsequent, uh, largely being largely negated on being subs- on subsequent playthroughs. Get what I said there? I kind of screwed it up. <laughs> Based on your yeah. own personal gaming taste, what makes a JRPG that you like on a first play- playthrough difficult to replay and are conversely easy to easier to go back to? Um, I think. JRPGs with a slow start, which are most, uh, are hard to go back to. Like, for example, like I love Persona, but Personas have such a slow opening. It takes like a good like five hours to like really get get into the flow of things. Yeah. Um, but then he also says, uh, what are easier to get back into? Like games that like Final Fantasy VII, like that game gets started like immediately. Like they don't mess around in seven. So with seven's always easy to go back to um anything that has like action combat like ease eight like i always go back to ease eight that gets going pretty quickly um yeah i guess it depends on the opening for me uh so like for me personally nowadays i'm never replaying a jrpg over again after those credits roll i might do a little things here and there but i'm not replaying an entire jrpg over again really? hour jrpg over again don't do oh, it sure uh, it, no, even if it was short, I'm still not doing it. I ain't wasting my time anymore. Um, <clears throat> only if it's a only if it's a definitive edition, right? Like a remake. 
Add, yeah, exactly. Like if it's got add stuff to it, I'll go back and play it. But it's been some time, and they're re-releasing it again. Even like Persona Four, I really want to play it again, but I can't. I, I I can't. I'm not gonna play it again. I know I'm not gonna play it again. I'm gonna play it for like a couple of hours here and there, and that's really it. Uh, yeah. For to to get me back into a chair, I, I can't even say what it is because I'm not playing games. I'm not playing replaying JRPGs anymore. I can't do it. <laughs> I well, stopped I'm doing that like answer. a long time ago. Like I'm gonna say I stopped doing that like five years ago. There's no way I can replay a JRPG again. Like I, I want like you have no idea how bad I want to go back to Xenoblade Two to play it over again because I really do. But I just I'm I'm not gonna do that. Thing, especially with other games coming up, thing like work and stuff like that. There's no way I can waste time replaying a, a game over again. What makes it easier for me to replay games is if it if I've had a big a big gap in between it. That's so, true. Yeah, that helps. So it needs it needs like a, a year or two, or it has to be like like nostalgia plays a huge role in this. Exactly. Yeah. Like so, like Taylor said, Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, that's yeah. a huge nostalgia one. I could so Final Fantasy Tactics, I could replay that anytime. This I could just turn it on and start playing it, and five hours later, I'm like, I need to stop. <laughs> See, like, when you mean replay it, like, I'm thinking, like, you play it from start to finish again. Like, if you're just replaying it for a couple of hours, that's, I guess, I, I personally don't count that as replaying it. No, I mean, I mean, not only playing it for five five hours. I mean, it's like, it got so into it that I played for five hours straight, and then I just keep playing it over time. Okay. Right. Like, right yeah, now... Tactics is, like, different every time you play, right? It depends on how you want to build your team. Yeah. And right now, I have, I have urges to re- replay... Um, Persona 4. I want to play a Tales game. I don't know which one to do. I want to try out again. Because I, want, I have a different perspective now than a lot of the Tales games that I've played recently. Except for Zisteria and Berseria. I've already, like, I played those recently. Like, I want to I want to play, replay Zillia and... I haven't beat Zillia 2. I haven't played Zillia, Zillia 2, is really. good. I, so I, in retrospect, I like that story. It's good. I want to get... Yeah, I, want, that, I want to be... Yeah. I want to be in the right mindset to play that game again, so... I would I'll play that because I don't I don't really remember much, but I haven't played the Jude playthrough of Zillia, mm. so maybe I have to play that. Yeah, uh, see, if they re-release Zillia again on PC, then I'll play it again. But other than that, I'm not, I'm never playing games again. Never playing games again. Ever. No more games. It's done. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, other than that, it's like I I just have to be in the mood to do it. Like sometimes I see a cover art and I'm like, oh, I miss those days. I want to try it out again, and I'll play it. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys have tried, like, like played a game that you used to play for a couple hours and then. Oh yeah. With it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why. That's that's why I meant like like I don't count myself as replaying again. I just count myself as going back to the game for a couple hours. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm talking about replaying it from start to finish over a course of a week or two. That's why I mean by replaying the game. I I don't count those short bursts as a replaying the game. Yeah, like I, I've done I've done that multiple times for Tales of Destiny and stuff like that, but I haven't done that for other stuff. Like I've never really beaten White Knight Chronicles, and I think I'm gonna do it as a stream. Good. Player. Just because I because <laughs> I always because I always make fun Save of every time because we always make fun of White Knight Chronicles. I think it would be funny just to play with everyone on stream. Game is hard, doo doo butter. It is. <laughs> Let me see. 
What makes it illegal? Like, I don't know. What makes it difficult? What makes a JRPG that you liked on the first playthrough difficult to replay? Um, I think for all of us now is time. Hmm. Yep. We don't have the time to do it. Um, I could never really replay a JRPG right after playing it. I would always have to take a break or take a a year break. <laughs> so to answer yeah, that, yeah. I'm just trying to answer his questions for sure. Um, yeah, like um, I like like uh, I'm probably gonna mention this in an upcoming video of mine, but I'm like like I thought I'd be a little bit like disheartened or sad that I don't have the time to play these games over again. But I'm actually glad because that kind of means that I'm doing something else that I don't guess that's better for my time. But, but I feel like I'm progressing forward in life because mm-hmm. if I had the same time back in the day, like back in the PS2 days to be replaying JRPGs, doing all the post game content as I did back then to now. And I could still do all that for me personally. I would think that's a problem. That's a huge problem. All that, all those hours I wasted back in the day, not wasted, but used back in the day to play those games. If I had the same amount of time now, I would say that's a problem. I should not have that much time on my hands. Would you, re- would you replay a game, but like skip the cutscenes? Just to I, play the yeah. game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would. Yeah, especially if I remember the um the story. I probably I'll reskip some cutscenes. I did I did that for the opening hours of Persona Four Golden when it came out on PC. <laughs> you skipped everything. Yeah, what you I need skipped. the do. Oh, yeah. What you need the do is on, on your first playthrough of any JRPG after a long intro. You notice it has a long intro. Save right when the game starts, where you start playing it, and so mm. you would always have a save file. Where you could skip the you skip the intro, and you always have that's that. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's that's what I do. <laughs> From Sam, have you ever played classic CRPGs like Baldur's Gate or Fallout One Two? Yes. Nope. That's that's Nick's wheelhouse. I yeah. I could never get into those kind of games. I played Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate Two, Icewind Dale, Neverwinter Nights, and that's when I stopped. I never beat them because I was a little kid, but I played them a lot. I think the most fun I had was just creating characters. That was fun. Hmm. In Icewind Dale, you had to, you, you had to create your entire six-party person, uh, six-person party, and it took hours to make your party if you're really into it. I remember Brian was super into it. He would just keep rolling to make sure he gets the best stats ever, and he would roll for like. 15 minutes straight just to get the best jeez i'm like brian you're way too into this that's crazy but yeah i used to play those try playing them now they're hard to get into oh i bet they still make them though like divinity and stuff like that right that's one of the that's a crpg pillars of eternity i think yeah pillars of eternity i always get those two confused but i think divinity is kind of like one what did you used to play shadow um, I really didn't play any of those type of games. Nah, I thought you did. <laughs> Not no. really. Like Divinity, um, Pillars of Eternity. Nah, I never played those type of games. Is this, to me, they were too complicated. Like there were too many things to keep track of. Like you were just saying, like oh, I got to reroll my stats for fifteen minutes. I know that was an extreme example, but 
I love in JRPGs, like you just get going. Here's your party. Here's your guy. Here's your world. See, that's the difference between JRPGs and Western RPGs. You create your character in Western RPGs. That is why. Yep. That's why White Knight Chronicles isn't a JRPG. You create a character. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> I mean like, yeah, that's like whoa. But like, I mean, Cold Vein, you can create your own character. I mean, which one? It's true. Cold Vein. Code Vein? Is that really a JRPG, though? That's more like Dark Souls. Let's keep it a bucket. It's definitely a JRPG. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We need to, we need to like, dedicate a whole episode to, like, defining what a JRPG is. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm for it, but I honestly, I honestly don't think you can. I know. I think it'd just be fun to see what we come up with, though. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have, I have a different my, answer. I have my guidelines. Remember, I have those guidelines written down because I wanted to make a video on it, but mm-hmm. I never have the motivation to do the video. Uh, do it, yeah. Make me do it. Where did my phone go? There you go. Uh, from the proletariat. What is your opinion on JRPG style MMORPGs like FF10 or FF11 and FF14? And which ones have you played? Are there any innovations or features from any of these games that you would like to see used more broadly across the JRPG journey? Genre, not journey. I've played I played a good chunk of 14 and I mean it plays like wow. There's really it really, it really is no difference to me. So does it feel like a Final there, Fantasy game, though? No, not really. Because, I mean, it, they have cutscenes and stuff, um, but it doesn't really feel like a Final Fantasy game. It, it definitely feels... I mean, MMOs have their own feel to it, you know? Because there's so much content that they can't really do dedicated cutscenes and stuff like that that Final Fantasy is known for. So, so are there any innovations or features that you would like to see? I mean, maybe uh i don't even know if i have an answer for that not really i don't really think of any i'm sorry what was the question have we played (laughs) have you played any jrpg mmorpgs like final fantasy 11 or 14 and are there any innovations that we want to see in jrpgs now mmos um i played final fantasy 14 i dabbled a bit in fantasy star online 2 that's about it Like, do I count like Terra and Blade and Soul? Do I count those games? No, those are just MMORPGs. Yeah. Like, that's me. It's like, have you played Tales of Eternia online? That's a thing. Uh, as a thing? I had no idea. Uh, yeah. we, we never got it in the, in the US. But yeah, that was a thing. It's really interesting. I really, I found out and I was like, I want to play this really bad. And I, so I was trying really hard to find out if I could play it. And I found it was Japanese only. So I emailed Namco. Email Namco <laughs> saying if it was possible to play the game in the U.S. They messaged me back saying, "Sorry, it's only for Japanese only. Thank you for your interest." Ah, uh, oh, man, that sucks. Um, the one thing I will say, and there's only one JRPG I can think of off the top of my head that can do that, that does this, uh, and that, and the only things I would like from them is one, being able to design your own character, and two, um like the gear, like all the different gear sets that you can have and it shows up. And the only one I can think of off the top of my head that does that is Xenoblade Chronicles X. You can create your own character Mm -hmm. and gear shows up on your character. 
Yeah. Um, I guess Code Vein, you just talked about Code Vein. You know, the, the Souls type games do that, but you're not really playing that game to play dress up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like doing that. I, I'll, I'll admit, I love being able to like deck out my characters and have them look however they want. And doing the creative characters is really fun too. Um, I end up spending probably way too much time in that, but uh, yep. it's always fun to try. That would be pretty much it though. Gameplay-wise, no way. Yeah. That's when you get well, well, I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles has the MMO style combat a little bit. So I uh, guess that's a no all the way around it. Yeah, no, I know. Because <laughs> I, I don't I play JRPGs for a specific reason and I don't need MMOs yep. to bring anything over because they're totally different styles. Uh, I'll save that for the last one. Um, let's do the let's end on an easy one, a nice calm one. Wingy Shaft asks, "Which tavern in in a JRPG would you love to have a night in? Which tavern or in? A honey Bee Inn. That's, that's, that's a, a good, oh, the Honey Bee Inn. That's a good one. <laughs> Let me see. Cool, uh, I mean, honestly." Um, the ghost hotel at the gold saucer because then i can go to the gold saucer so <laughs> that would be my answer <laughs> i'm trying to think if there are other inns i, I think any like in cool. in um in dragon quest so i can get some puff puffs oh there you go <laughs> <laughs> you want some real puff puffs or you want some slime puff puffs oh man definitely not just um I would stay at the inn at um, another Termina from Chrono Cross just because I like the town. has nothing to do with the inn itself. The inn is whatever, but... <laughs> you just want to be in that town. Yeah, my the, really what I'm answering is what, am I, what is my favorite town in this question? I don't know <laughs> if that's really what he's getting at. Um, I'm, I don't know of any like really great... I mean, the Costa del Sol, like the actual inn at Costa del Sol is pretty cool. It's almost like a, um, oh, what am I trying to say here? Like a townhouse type thing. So you can like cook and still go to the beach and everything. And there's a bar. You can kick the soccer ball at Red 13. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, a song. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, the song is great. Yeah. yeah. You guys are forgetting one huge answer. No, you forget. One huge answer. Yeah. Hmm. The tavern slash in and a JRPG. Uh, is it from Final Fantasy? No. Tales? No. Wait, well, I'll get to it. One second. And Persona? Nah. There's an in from Persona? Yes. Is it like the Love Hotel? <laughs> no. Uh, the Yukiko thing? There you go. Man, that's the Yuki. Yeah. That seems like a generic um, in to me. It is a generic Japanese in. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to go to that? It's real. We can. Or the, um, I like the in from Tokyo Xanadu when they go on like the, the long weekend or whatever. The mountain one? Mm -hmm. With the fox demon in there? Yeah. Gotta fight that fox. Yeah, there's like a garden. They have hot spring. 
There's a place to hang out. Better resays there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ah, more people need to play Tokyo Zandu. I love that game. So good. Yes, Shadow. That's what he was saying. He'll be that. sleeping on Tokyo Zandu. I'm going to get to it one day. I'm going <laughs> to finish it up one day. I, I think I got like 20 hours in the game. Hmm. That game was way longer than I thought it would be. I think it's it's like it's almost half visual novel. You think so? Well, like it has a lot of cutscenes that you're like you're reading a lot. Yeah, that's that's typ- yeah. the typical Falcom's cutscenes. Yeah, but I I will say that I think there is a fair share of combat if you want to engage with it because there's like those yeah. optional dungeons that pop up here and there, and then there's there's a lot of side activities. I guess it depends on. To me, it, it's like Persona, right? Like you can pace it however you want. Like if you're tired of cut, you know, story, do more dungeon crawling, do more, go to the arcade, go skateboarding. There's like there's enough side activities to keep you busy. Um, Don't bother with skateboarding, though. I mean, skateboarding, it's not like Tony Hawk, but it's it's, <laughs> it's worth trying once. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I won't disagree that the Persona and Tokyo Xanity both have a lot of talking for sure. And you get like five endings with Tokyo's Xanadu. That's true. There's a lot of extra content. Yeah. I, I gotta. Uh, yeah. I, I want to ask you guys a question, but we we gotta get through these um. Disproportionate this, is, this is the last question, so you guys ask us right now. Oh, uh, that was the last question. Um, last question. How, how do you guys feel about multiple endings in games? Uh, it's it's kind of annoying to me just give me that give give me the ending that you want like i I hate that crap in kingdom hearts where it's like oh you didn't collect all the things like screw you i beat the game i don't want to have to like go on youtube and look it up just just give me the ending especially like that ones that have like bad endings and whatnot or a normal ending and then you got a true ending well well one of these is the canon ending especially if there's a sequel or something like that so it kind of feels like it's just a waste of my time sometimes exactly I, I i like i like multiple endings uh, it just yeah. it just it just because it makes you feel like you've accomplished something like you did the right thing like the true ending is usually always the true ending right mm-hmm. um but the bad ending you know it's not really the real ending but it's funny that it's cool that they add like oh you totally messed up and the game's over but it's not really over so just reload your save <laughs> but uh like if you didn't like like the persona 4 ending the true ending. Have you ever got you've gotten it before, Taylor? Like legitly? Have you for Persona? Yeah, for four. Yeah, I think so. Like you, you got the the golden ending with when everyone's older. Yeah, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, that's that's fun to do. Like you could end it and you still get a good ending. You just don't get like a cool cutscene where everyone's older and you they see you again when they're about to go to college and it's, it's nice and. Freaking, uh, what's his face? Tanji looks like a total nerd. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I gotta say the one, the one time I like it when there's multiple endings. So like Fire Emblem Three Houses has like multiple endings. It depends on who you like end up with at the end of the game. Like that kind, of, that's kind of cool because then um, there's like reasons to replay or like or like uh, Sakura Wars does that too. There's like five different endings depending on which girl you pick near the end or whatever so that's stuff i like because it's character based but not like i don't like how they do it in kingdom hearts where it's like oh you didn't collect all the things he so didn't fight, he didn't fight everyone in, in uh in proud mode so 
Yeah. Play it again. Yeah, those, those, that's, that, that's annoying. Tokyo Xanadu does it well because, like, the first ending, it ends. The game ends, right? And then it's like, reload your game and see what happens. So you reload your game, and then you can, you're able to do something different. And the true ending happens. And that's the true ending of the original game. And then after that, you get an... or No, wait. How's it go? That's more so, like an epilogue, though. I yeah, no, that's, that. what, that's what I was saying. Okay, so... It's a. It was an end, real ending, and then you get like an epilogue ending or an after story ending. This, oh, they fucking do it. I think it's. Is it epilogue first and then after story? Yeah, yeah. Because there's. There, I, I remember there's like an there's an epilogue because you have to like rescue somebody. Yeah, and, and then there's an after story for like Halloween or something. Yeah. So the epilogue is the true ending, and then the after story is an is an another ending. But it's the ending for what happened in that after story. It's not really an ending for the game. But it's nice. Yep. So you get the true ending, which is like, oh, thank goodness. But Taylor didn't really care for it. So I. Um, and then the after story ending, it's like, it, it hints. It totally hints. It's like, yeah, they're making another one. The story is going to continue. So I think it literally says we'll see you in the next Xanadu. So yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know if and it gets any more that. And there's things they haven't explained yet. I'm like, I want to know who Ren is, or is Ren? Ren is. Not Ren. What's her name? Rem. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't ever explain who she is. So there's a lot they don't explain in that game. But a lot of it gets covered, though. A lot of it gets freaking covered. But yeah, that's for another. For another day. Well, good thing there's YouTube, right? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I did watch like some of the um, Persona Five Golden, Golden Persona Five Royal um, endings. That yeah. wasn't the true ending. Yeah, me too. It was kind of messed up. The what? The 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 bad ending? The new bad ending? Technically, wasn't even a bad. It, well, no, you know, well, that there was one bad, was bad ending. That was ending. Really bad. Yeah, there was there was one that was really bad. I was like, yeah, that's messed up. You just gonna keep waking up? Okay. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. But the other one, one of them wasn't too bad. It was just like, oh, this is how it is now. Yeah, it's Taylor. <laughs> you Taylor, you really gotta play it. Uh, one of these. Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't play it, Taylor. Oh man. Oh, like hey, that, around now there, there's more. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So this means nothing uh, to me. <laughs> okay. Just just newer endings. That's it. Gotcha. Well then. That's going to be it for this episode of Jer uh, Giant Sword Podcast, not JRPG Podcast. Um, <laughs> thanks for watching, guys. And we'll be back in two weeks. We got our schedule back. Sorry, this one's a little late, but, you know, we have we have work and it's hard to get our schedules together. But yeah, thanks for yep. watching. Thanks, everyone, for joining. We're very fun to talk to. It's always fun to chat about JRPGs. And yeah, we'll be back. See ya. Later, guys.